Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we're back. We said we would do it. We, we're, we're men of our words. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> One of the series has made it past the pilot. With the executives on Team Book Trader have signed it off. Ah, we've got, we got budget, have we? We've got budget. we signed it off. We're yeah. also in charge of budget. Uh, we are the executives. And, and we, we are have doing... no budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're doing Around the World at Epcot, the Norway Pavilion. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Okay. Norway Pavilion. Now, mm. the critiques of this first show okay. were, were that uh, there wasn't an awful lot of knowledge imparted onto people. That's like every show that we do, Ryan. Well, I was going to about... say, that's not, you know, everything that we say is very much uh, based on our own experiences and yeah. thinking um, process, but... I'm bringing a bit more knowledge to this one on the, the Norway Pavilion. A bit more depth. Yeah. So I'm going to give a bit of a, a history, and uh, I'll credit a few sources in the um, the podcast notes if anyone wants to 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 find the the sources that I'm referencing. But okay. let's let's start with the history of the pavilion, and then we'll get into the various different things that you can do in the pavilion afterwards. So the Norway Pavilion was the eleventh. And final country added to Epcot's World Showcase. Okay. So Disney have been sitting on Norway since May the 6th, 1988. And have added nothing to the park since. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. In terms of new pavilion. That's that's just that's slacking, isn't it? Yes. Now that's that's older than us. Yeah, that's how (laughs) and we know there's lots of plans that have been drawn up for yeah, the pavilions over the over years. the years, yeah. But but yeah, there's not been a pavilion open. Now officially it opened in um, June, I believe. I'm I'm right in saying that. What of eighty eight? Of eighty eight, yeah. I'm just trying to. I'm, but it's soft opened in October of nineteen eighty two. Sorry, no, it didn't. It's <laughs> that's quite a soft opening. Six <laughs> years. It's soft opened on May the sixth, nineteen eighty eight. The reason <laughs> I say nineteen eighty two is yeah. because that's when the restrooms were opened. Oh, okay, because obviously, yep. what with the opening of the park? So, in uh, the restrooms were built and opened in October 1982 in anticipation of a never built Denmark pavilion. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, exterior bathrooms were basically only available to guests at all, ta- uh, 
alternating pavilions in World Showcase. Yeah. So they wanted to make sure that the toilets were open here because otherwise people would have to walk quite a, a trek to the toilets. Right. So so basically for like six years, they just had like a blank space with with some toilets. toilets. Exactly that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> originally was meant to be Denmark. Yeah. Right. Okay. I wonder why that changed. Norway pumped some cash into it. Oh, okay. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, Denmark were holding out, were they? Yeah. Well, apparently so. Tight-fisted lot. Um, but then, obviously, when uh, Norway opened in '88, the restrooms were incorporated seamlessly into the Norway pavilion. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how you can seamlessly incorporate restrooms, but I, I like how they basically had to build this pavilion around the toilets. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> also, they were like, oh, Denmark, Norway, it's the same thing, isn't it? Just keep it's, all, it's, all, it's all Scandinavian, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's Scandinavian, isn't it? So apparently uh, Norway is around about 58,000 square feet, designed to look like a Norwegian village, which I think it does. I've been to Oslo. Um, definitely get bits and pieces from um, Norway translated quite well into the pavilion. Right. Um, it includes a detailed stave church based on the, the 1212 AD stave church in Norway and the exterior of the restaurant, Arkashus. I can I know how to say this word, so apologies. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't mean know. I don't know. It could be Akershus. Could be Akershus. It could be anything. To be it fair, could be. couldn't it? But the restaurant um, is is a. Uh, it resembles its namesake fortress in Oslo. Um, four different styles of Norwegian architecture are showcased in the pavilion to represent the different areas of the country. Uh, you've got Oslo. Elsund, Bergen, and Setterstal. Probably mostly all pronounced wrong, apart from Oslo, which I know is right. <laughs> so as It'd be I said, funny if you were saying Oslo wrong. Yeah, I mean, that would be funny. Yeah. Uh, official opening was done on the, as I said, Friday the 3rd of June, 1988, when Crown Prince Harold V, who has been king now since 1991, I told you, we're hitting you with the, with all, the history. All those facts. Uh, and his wife, Sonja, or Sonja, of Norway, dedicated the location. Um, there was prime, apparently primetime television broadcast of the ceremonies to all of Norway on the, the on NRK, which is essentially the Norwegian broadcast company. Right. Uh, the largest media company in Norway. And uh, I'll read, I'll read uh, the dedication here. Ladies and gentlemen, wishing the best of luck to Disney World. I mean, he said that wrong because it's Walt Disney World, but there we go. Best of luck to Disney World and those who will be responsible for the operation of the pavilion. I hereby declare the Norway Pavilion open. Thank you. Solid words there. Solid, solid. Straight solid to the point. Um, I mean, I suppose, suppose he's just want to get back in the warm, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, being yeah, in Norway, yeah. so. Um, then they did a pre-recorded song, uh, Sound of the Song, Wish Upon a Star, supplemented by a live chorus dressed in the pavilion's traditional boonad costumes and a marching band clad in black. Seems a bit somber, that, but okay. I'm assuming it's something to do with Norwegian culture. I, I guess, yeah, yeah. And then uh, World Showcase dancers clad in white and gold costumes performed on the promenade in front of the pavilion. Then they released uh, red, white and blue balloons, obviously the colours of the Norwegian flag, but on top of the building. Doesn't seem entirely environmentally friendly, probably wouldn't be able to do it nowadays, but that's what yeah. they did in 88, followed by fireworks as well. Um, and then the uh, someone called Gunnar German, who's president of Norshow, um, a group of 11 different companies sponsoring the pavilion, 
11 different Norwegian companies sponsoring the pavilion. Right, okay. Said, we think the pavilion will make Norway much better known. Which, to be fair, as a kid, Norway was always, I would say, my favourite pavilion. Oh, okay, okay. Led me to jump at the opportunity to go to Oslo when I was asked if I wanted to go uh, later in life for work. Okay. okay. It kind of works. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like I knew what, what Norway was anyway. Yeah, I mean. But, you know. Yeah. I'd heard of it for sure. But now I know it's like, you know, they've got talking snowmen and stuff like that over there. Exactly. So, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. So the we're going to just touch on Maelstrom for a second. Obviously, the attraction that was sat in the land for many many years yeah um it didn't open until kind of roughly a month later on july the 5th um which was due to a few glitches shall we say what the reason it didn't open until uh july yeah there right, were okay there were a few glitches uh <laughs> yeah because so, i was gonna say like if you only open it like a month later there's obviously been some problems like <laughs> yeah so this is this is this is where it starts to get quite quite funny so um well so the glitches included the riders getting soaked during the north sea storm and sometimes even thrown out of the boat which happened (laughs) which happened to norwegian uh, a norwegian television reporter who fell out of the boat when he tested it during the opening day ceremonies (laughs) (laughs) who imagines that he's like Oh no! Incredible, incredible that Disney could design something that actually throws people out of the boats. Mm. Unintentionally, um, Disney Imagineer Randy Bright stated, "Norway will present several firsts for this organization as a ride. It's the first ride that actually goes backwards, and the first ride that will utilize audio animatronics in a black light environment." Um, and then. That feels very niche, doesn't it? Like it audio doesn't. animatronics in a black light environment. It's like, so really they're no different from any other animatronics. They're just in, in the dark. Yeah. 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 I mean, the backwards thing was cool. Yeah. Uh, originally, the attraction was to be called Sea Venture, and the concept was more mythological in tone. Guests would be riding along a 946 foot water flume, encountering trolls and gnomes on their way to the Rainbow Bridge of Valhalla. That sounds way more interesting than Maelstrom. <laughs> Um, right, I think that is everything. Oh, okay, no, no. Oh, the Sherman Brothers, who everyone will recognise, yeah, are known for their many musical contributions. So it's mm-hmm. a small world, Journey to Imagination, uh, Mary Poppins, etc. Yeah, yeah. The list goes on. Were brought on board to supply a memorable song for the experience. They were shown the models and heard the concept that emphasised trolls. The next day, before they could get to work on the song, the Nor Show sponsors were shown the same model and immediately put a halt to the storyline. Um, of oh okay right of the kind of mythical element yeah did they find it 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 feels to me a little bit uh, stereotypically racist doesn't probably it's probably the wrong term like more stereotypical than yeah it ended up being yeah yeah um so apparently that the the Norwegian sponsors wanted the attraction to be more of a travel log to encourage increased tourism uh so the Sherman brothers were never called back for the new approach Oh, okay. Um, okay. Apparently, during the first year, uh, around 150 requests a week from guests 
uh, interested in traveling to Norway. Um, and tourism to Norway increased by 500 to 700% from the previous year as a result. Blimey. So it had its impact in the first year, at least. It clearly worked, yeah. Clearly yep. did the uh, job. Everyone was like, Norway, I've never heard of it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's just go and help. <laughs> Which uh, I suppose is, is, is the typical American reaction to any other country, isn't it? It's like, France, never heard of it. Now I have. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, so North Show, as I said, the, the kind of collective group of companies gave the Imagineers a list of items they wanted shown in the attraction that they felt uniquely related to the story of Norway, including Vikings, Fishing Village, Polar Bear, Fjord, and an oil rig. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's celebrate those. Um, and then attraction designer Bob Kurzweil came up with a new approach that it would be a time travel experience through the history of Norway, beginning with the earliest folk folklore and ending in modern day Norway. And then so they had Norway, the gateway to Scandinavia was officially announced in June 1985. Construction began on the pavilion on May the 27th, 1986. So bearing in mind, back in the 80s, it took Disney two years to build a brand new pavilion and ride. Um, whereas in 2023, it takes them, what, seven, six, seven years to build a coaster that they've already built. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> to copy and paste yeah. a coaster. Uh, pavilion ended up costing $46 million. North Show paid $34 million not including a $2 million donation from the Norwegian government and an $8 million loan from the government as well. The Walt Disney Company picked up the remainder of the cost, around one-third. I mean, Disney struck gold there, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that is a good business model, isn't it? Get the country to pay for, pay for your yeah, theme I mean, park. As they did with most of the pavilions, to be fair. Yeah. Um, North Show sold the pavilion to Disney in 1992 for $26 million, uh, which is a loss of $8 million. Norwegian government continues to support the pavilion for a five-year term from 1992 to 1997 uh, with a contribution of $2,100 a year because they felt it was a good promotional tool. They renewed for an additional five-year term but decided in 2002 to drop all financial support against the strong recommendations of their embassy in the US. I wonder why that was. <laughs> uh, so once Disney took over full responsibility, they made significant changes. Uh, in 2004, Disney introduced Princess Breakfast, which we'll come on to. Um, which kind of alleviated the demand at Cinderella Castle. Right. And in 2008, Disney removed the Viking ship replica that had been there near the restroom since 1998. Um, apparently, among, to do with rumours that safety issues caused it to be dismantled. Some of the ship remnants still decorate the area, though. So, so obviously, this group of companies and um, um, Partly the Norwegian government. They paid for the they paid for the pavilion to begin with. Correct. Then they still supported it, but they sold it back to Disney. Mm. It's it's interesting that they sell it back to Disney because it's like they can't take it away, surely. Yeah, like do they do they own it? Like, well, they obviously must own it if they've sold it. But it's like, well, Weird. it's on this... Disney properties. It's a very strange relationship, isn't it? Yeah, because what they're going to do is say, oh, actually, well, what we want you to do is to ship us Maelstrom. We're going to put it in Oslo. Yeah, yeah. Can we have it back, please? Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit of a straight. It's a bit of a strange setup, isn't it? It's like I can understand them sort of like giving money to sort of finance it because obviously it's a good, as you say, it's good like promotion for Norway and whatnot. Yeah, but, but for them to actually own it as a result is very strange. It is, isn't it? Um, 
apparently so when the rumor that uh, an overlay reflecting elements of frozen will be added to the location many norwegians were upset that the pavilion would focus on a fictional fantasy land of arendelle rather than the culture of norway mm -hmm. uh, there were heated discussions in the local news and with parliament ministers uh, in the end the government felt it a poor investment to fund an update of the pavilion although the walt disney company reportedly offered them that option of course they did would you like to pay some of these costs no okay <laughs> Okay, well, we'll turn it into Frozen then. We'll do it. Well, uh, we'll do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that gives you a, a bit of a history of the land. I think a lot more informative than our Mexico episode already. There you go. So we're already improving, iterating on it. Yeah, exactly. This we've there's been weeks long gaps for a reason because we've yeah. been doing all of the research required to send you, to give you the facts. Yeah, we've been we've been brainstorming on how to you know improve these episodes. That pretty sure that's what we've been doing, right? Yeah, well, yeah, we're gonna say that. Yeah, we can say that. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's pronounced Akershus. Akershus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, according to somebody that works there. Okay. There you go. I mean, I, I'm assuming the person working there is Norwegian, so. I would assume so. I can't see his badge. Unless they're American. Be like, yes, pronounced Texas. <laughs> That's who I said anyway. I mean, you can't trust Americans to pronounce stuff when they, you know, pronounce Arkansas as Arkansas. So, yes, that's very you know. true. That's very true. Although, I mean, you can't trust us to pronounce things correctly either, as demonstrated several times already in this episode. <laughs> So, oh, there's one thing I wanted to say, obviously, the new Woody's barbecue place is open in Hollywood Studios now. Yes. Yeah. And should have said it's at the start of the episode, but hey, whatever. Something's really bugging me about that place. So the, the food looks amazing. All of the reviews have been very positive. Okay. That's but good. we're in Andy's backyard. Sounds a bit weird, but okay. Why is, why is Trixie and Forky there? Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Like... Obviously, Andy was Andy was still around. Well, so I was, in, I was about to say alive, but in the restaurant, he's a kid. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, let me just throw yeah. that into the mix. Because <laughs> I was saying this to Donna, she was like, "Nobody cares, nobody cares." And then we we're watching Tim Tracker, and yeah. halfway through his meal, he was like, he turned around, and he was like, "Why is why is Trixie there?" Yeah, like, see, <laughs> he cares. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a very good point, isn't it? It's kind of like. They kind of pin themselves to these timelines and then mess it up. And it's like, well, so why are you pinning yourself to a timeline? Or it's like the same with like Galaxy's Edge, isn't it? Mm. It's like, why do you sort of back yourself into that corner and then do it wrong? Well, they 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 stick to a timeline so much so that they have to build this barbecue place to effectively look like Woody's Roundup mm -hmm. instead of a Pizza Planet place. I, yeah. You know, I just don't understand it. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, obviously, they had like a Pizza Planet place before, didn't they? And it was bad. Yeah, but, it's make but a good you think, one. yeah, make a good one. But this place, the food does look good. I have to say, um, and yeah. I will be visiting next time we go because it looks really, really nice. It's weird how like two of the most recent places, and I, I'm not sure. I'm sure they're not all of the most recent places have been like barbecue places. Yeah, because you've got Regal Eagle. Yeah, in in Epcot. Regal Eagle. And then this barbecue Regal. place. Yeah. But the food looks great, it really does. Um, but it, I just you've got lot, quite a lot of characters to, to kind of borrow from 
from mm-hmm. Toy Story 1 and 2. Yeah. Why even include Trixie and Porky? It's what is a bit confusing. Yeah, I mean, to a degree, it's, it's weird to sort of pin yourselves to almost like the original films because it's like, well, why would you not be promoting the newer characters? Which they obviously they obviously want to promote the newer yeah. characters because they've included them. Yeah. So it's like, well, why are you pinning yourself to a timeline where those characters don't exist? Mm-hmm. Um, and especially as you've got a fifth film coming out. Yeah. Uh, or in, in the works, as, as was announced not too long ago, was it? Think... No, probably around a month ago, maybe well, a few weeks. Thinking, yeah, Within a month. So certainly, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's strange to sort of stick yourself to that. Yeah, absolutely the same with like Galaxy's Edge, isn't it? It's like it's like why are you tying yourself to that specific timeline when you've well, got? They've, they've already started backing down from that. Yeah. Mando <laughs> yeah. is now permanent in Disney World and Disneyland. Yeah, it just makes no sense because it's like well, you're 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 working on films and TV shows from across. The timeline yeah so you so you're shooting yourself in your foot by pinning yourself to one specific area yeah exactly um, yeah so we're gonna we're, we're back on the fjords uh over in mm. in frozen now uh sorry yeah, norway but may as well be frozen <laughs> obviously so in, in 2014 they announced that uh maelstrom was going to be closing frozen then opened in 2016 and I mean, I, I loved Maelstrom as a, as a kid, but I think Frozen's a great ride. Mm-hmm. Piper loved it, apart from the drop. Um, so it's a, it's a good addition to Epcot for sure. Um, the only ride in the pavilion, though. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm telling you, it's the only ride in the pavilion. Y- yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking there's no other pavilion that's got more than one ride, is there? No. <laughs> <laughs> The way you were saying it, it was kind of like, you know, oh, it's like the only pavilion with only one attraction. I was like, they, they all have... No, well, no. I mean, France has got like two now, if you can class the... I do them as an attraction. <laughs> What's wrong with uh, Ratatouille? Oh, sorry. I thought, you know, you know what? I, I did, I'd forgotten about Ratatouille entirely. I was thinking about both the Beauty and the Beast show. Oh, the, the two shows. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 I, I was sort of discounting the Beauty and the Beast show. I was more thinking of the original... Um, impressions of France. Oh god, that show I fell asleep in. <laughs> yes, I I don't mind that show. Oh, it's it's a nice relaxing break. Give me some major birth, I'll relax on that. <laughs> I mean, it definitely needs updating because it looks like it was definitely filmed in like the eighties. Yeah, yeah, um, and they've not really changed it since. No. So we've got we've got we've got Maelstrom, um, and. What else have we got? We've got two dining areas. And so we've got the Stave Church, as I've said, which is a gallery that houses an exhibit on Norwegian culture and Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got shopping, which is the Puffin's Roost and the Wandering Reindeer. Very much part of the same shop, I believe. And I was going to say, are they the same? Because it's quite a long shop, isn't it? It's yeah, you kind of exit frozen into it. Right. And, and they sell a range of um, like frozen merchandise. And, and this is, I'm talking combined shops. Frozen merchandise, um, like Norwegian perfumes, um, troll stuff. Um, I should imagine what a Norway, Norwegian perfume sound, smells like. It's like oil rig, essence of oil rig. Herring or something. <laughs> and I quite Ponder like the shop. Urine. Heli Hansen stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm a big fan of my Heli Hansen rain jacket. Very good. So 
Get your hands Work, working on those sponsorships, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Mark Trader, sponsored by Heli Hansen. <laughs> um, I would never buy a jacket in there, don't get me wrong. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, you're who, paying I, more than you're on Heli Hansen's website. It does make you wonder who's like buying that stuff because it, a it's boiling hot. Yeah, A, you're not going to wear it when you're out there because it's no. boiling hot. B, you then got to try and bring it home. Yeah. C, you're presumably paying more than if yeah, you were to buy it so. directly yeah. or something like that. Or, you know, I'm sure they have, you'll be able to pick up these things in sales and whatnot rather yeah. than, I can't imagine Disney ever really have a sale. <laughs> no, I um, wouldn't think so. I wouldn't no. think so. So it's a strange, it's a strange thing to sell. It is. Unless unless it's mainly think thought of as like a promotional thing out of like, oh, look at all these. That that looks good. When I get home, I'll go and buy one. Yeah, I, I'm that's... assuming it's like we're gonna put our products in there because that means that we're seen by X amount of more people a year from Yeah. Brand. Yeah. And if we um, sell any of them, great. Yeah. Uh and then also you can get a picture with the troll that is in the shop. There's a, like yeah, a troll is that structure. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Sounds familiar. I can't I can't say I've seen it that often, but yeah. Oh, that's a right of passage, that is getting a picture with him. <laughs> Come on. So as your dad bringing you in, you're not a man until you've taken a photo <laughs> with the troll. Today is the day you become a man, son. You gotta pay the troll toll. <laughs> You've got to pay the troll toll. <laughs> Very niche reference. It's uh what watch it's always sunny in Philadelphia if you if you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that kind of covers the shopping and the attractions. And, and then as for dining, we, we've got uh, Kringler Bakery Cafe. Og, is that right? Og, Og Cafe. Og, Og Cafe. Yeah. Which um, has a range of things. I've actually, you know, what? I don't think, I mean, I must have been here at some point, but I've certainly not been in here in a long time. Right. So I'm just going to read through some of the things you can get. Um, in terms of Norwegian treats, as Disney calls it, school bread, terrible name for something, but sweet roll filled with custard and dipped in coconut. Coconuts just ruined that for me. Yeah, I was, I was, I was okay I was with well it until the, until the coconut. Just get coconut out of my life. Yeah. Uh, you've got rice cream, which is creamy rice pudding topped with strawberry sauce. Oh, I mean, how have I never eaten this in Disney World? Rice pudding is it, up there for me. It's surprising. I mean, I don't, I don't like the idea of rice pudding, but I know you do. Well, you, don't, so, you don't like the idea of rice pudding or you don't like rice pudding? I've never had it because I don't like the idea of it. Come on! <laughs> you just don't like the idea of something. No, exactly. Yeah. Rice yeah. pudding is amazing. I'll take you word for it. Top tier dessert. Uh, triple chocolate chip cookie. I'll go with that. You've got uh, an apple cake or apple kake. I'm assuming it's apple cake. Uh, apple yeah. cake with caramel drizzle. Get that out of my life. I... I, I... I do find it funny when you get like languages where the English and the like whatever other language it is is very similar. Like bakery is spelled bakery, but with a Y, with an I instead of a yeah. Y. Yeah. Cafe is spelled with a K instead of a C. Yeah. Apple cake is just apple cake. It sounds it sounds like Eccles, like an Eccles cake, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does actually. Oh, yeah. It's an apple cake. I so it's the one thing that I detest is fruit anywhere near baked goods. <laughs> and, okay. it, and it's not because i don't like fruit or anything like that it's because mm-hmm. i don't like the consistency of like cooked apple or fruit in stuff so yeah. like i hate apple pie i dislike cooked apple mm. well, I but i but i don't mind like 
cherry and stuff. So like cherry pie and all that sort of, and, and like whatever like that. If it's is really smooth, nice. if it's smooth cherry. Right. What well, with no 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 actual cherry pieces. No, okay. Yeah. If, okay. So if, if if anything is smooth fruit, I, I'm in. Oh, okay. okay. So, I was so going to say, I, like, I don't think I've ever seen like a smooth cherry pie. Key lime, key lime pie, smooth. Lemon That's tart. not really a pie though, is it? Lemon tart, smooth. Key lime pie is not really a pie. I, well, I'm saying baked goods, to be fair. <laughs> okay, okay. Key lime pie, smooth. Right. Lemon tart, smooth. Yeah. That's more a curd sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'm the same with there, but... I'm the same with jams and yogurts. Don't don't give me a jam with bits in. Get that out. Of my I, I, yeah, I know what you mean by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then you've got Norwegian Kringler, which is pretzel shaped pastry with uh, assorted assorted toppings, almonds or chocolate. Yeah, not really assorted, is it? You get two <laughs> choices. <laughs> Should be pretzel ba- shaped pastry with two options for toppings. Yeah, uh, Lefse which is soft flatbread rolled with cinnamon, sugar, and butter. That sounds amazing. Soft flatbread rolled with cinnamon. I wonder what that looks like. No. I'm going to have to go here next time where I'm in Epcot, I have to say. Uh, Then you've got Verdun's Best Cake, I guess. Vanilla cake with custard and almond meringue topping. Oh, no. A Mickey cinnamon roll, classic. Yeah, just, just... Run of the bill of a cinnamon roll, please. Cinnamon roll. Uh, then they uh, do it, a it's weird because a, a left a lefse, mm. if you Google it, it looks like just look, looks like a pancake. Oh. Uh. So maybe that's what they call flatbreads. Because obviously a flatbread to us is like it's different, isn't it? It's almost like a it's almost like a pitta sort of thing. Almost. Yeah, it's quite savory. Yeah. Whereas this looks like a this looks like a, just a normal pancake that, okay. like a, a pancake that we would have in the UK. Yeah, which I don't, I don't know what they're really called. Not like an American pancake. No. Um, <coughs> well, ours are more like well, they're very close to being crepes, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yes. That's probably the closest thing to describe them as, isn't it? Um, I mean, I'm, I, you know, next time I'm here, I'm definitely going to get the rice cream. I'm going to get the the lefse, and I'm going to get, um, the. Norwegian Kringler, I think. Oh, they made a potato. What? The left, the left, sir. Are made a potato. Interesting. I mean, I'd be down for that. I, I mean, I don't think that's what Disney is selling. I don't think they're making a making them of potato because they're calling them flatbreads. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely going in here. Um, and then they do all the normal beverages, but you've also got something called Christoph Cafe, which is frozen coffee with coffee chocolate sauce and garnished with coffee chocolate crunch. Were they thinking, how can we get the word frozen into, into this menu? We'll, yeah. we'll make frozen coffee. Yeah, frozen <laughs> coffee. And, and why, and why is it Christoph Cafe? What the on earth has that got to do with Christoph? Well, yeah, why don't you just call it frozen cafe? Frozen cafe, yeah, because Chris, yeah. like, I would understand, you know what, if it came with like a side of carrot cake, I'd be like, oh, okay, because he gets yeah. carrots for Sven, maybe like whatever. Uh-huh. But he's, he's, you don't tend to see him drinking coffee at any point during the film. No, I don't remember him sort of sitting there with a Starbucks. No. Um. Um, and then you do have some alcoholic beverages, which I'm all in for. Uh, you've got the Nordic draft beer. You've got frozen Viking coffee, which is Bailey's Irish cream. Not really. Um, Norwegian, is it, Bailey's? <laughs> Especially when it has the word Irish. Yeah. 
and Kamora coffee liqueur with coffee chocolate sauce and garnish with coffee chocolate crunch. I'm assuming Kamora coffee liqueur is is Norwegian. Uh, I mean, it, I would assume so. Dan is doing some live research. Um, I can't see it. it. Doesn't immediately say. It says Mexican, I think. Okay. So... I saw. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Mexican. Nothing there is uh, Norwegian, which is great. Well, it's produced in Mexico, so I'm assuming it's Mexican. Yeah. So that's the that's the Kringler Bakery. And then the last location to talk about is the... what? How do you say it again? I think it's Acker's House. Arkansas. Arkansas, Royal, yeah, that's the one. Royal Banquet Hall. <laughs> which is um, where you get to meet princesses. That's, you know, something you like doing with your family, friends, or by yourself. Work colleagues. Work colleagues, acquaintances. Yeah, yeah. people you, people you like. meet on the street. Yeah, um, people you meet at on the Frozen Ever After ride and fancy having lunch with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what, other, what other things can we throw in? I think that's probably everyone, isn't it? That's probably probably everyone. I think we covered delegates. <laughs> uh, so we should say that right now they're only serving dinner, but on May the 14th, um, they're going to resume serving breakfast and lunch because, you know, Disney has still not returned to full operations since COVID. Yeah. But they are almost back to full They've almost hired enough staff, are they? Is that what it is? Soon, all Walt Disney World will be at full, will be fully operational. <laughs> so I mean, you can imagine board meetings like that, couldn't you? Oh, yeah, I can 100%. When will we be, we be fully operational? Simmer down, Bob, all right? We're trying. <laughs> Take the hood off, Bob. Do yeah. it. You don't... Do it now. So at the minute, minute they're only serving dinner. Um, I did recently watch a few, couple of videos, um, just happened to watch a couple of videos of people eating at this restaurant. Okay. Uh, food is pretty good. Pretty good. Um, pretty good. Pretty good. It's currently for dinner. We don't have breakfast or lunch prices at the minute because it's not running. Uh, $63 per adult and $41 per child. But of course you are paying for princess access. That sounds incredibly wrong. <laughs> Um, that does sound wrong i feel like those prices it's it's funny because almost those prices should be reversed shouldn't they what 63 dollars per child yeah and 40 40 for the adults because it's like the the child's there for the for the well for the princesses you you see i got into a bit of trouble for this oh yes true yes there was a bit of there was a bit of feedback following the episode okay okay Um, and i should i should like to go on the record now and saying I don't have a problem with, and I said this. I'm sure I said you this on said the show. that on the episode. I don't have a problem with adults meeting Disney characters. I have yeah. a problem that they're in the same queue as small toddlers who have more of a reason to eat, to meet Disney characters than adults. Right, and are more well. I was going to say they're more more likely to cause. They can't wait as long as well. Yeah, and they're very yeah. excited. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, whereas you can go on your phones and be distracted. Yeah. That's all I was saying. I wasn't <laughs> saying you can't or you shouldn't. I think no, they should be no. too No, and I think that's a very good point. I was, I was like, yeah, I was forgetting about the the saying the prices should be reversed. In which case, they should be the same. Perhaps, I I, although I'd much rather pay forty one dollars for piping than I would sixty three. <laughs> well, no, cut meet meet in the middle. Meet in the middle. Twenty dollars so like, per person. Love it. <laughs> like fifty. That's a lot of money, Dan. 
You, yeah, but I'm, I'm splitting the difference. You want to take Piper to Disney? Be my guest. <laughs> yeah, but you're paying less. I suppose. You're, so you're paying less, and then you're paying, and then the money that you're paying is you're paying for Piper. So obviously, but I've got paper two adults. I'm not going by myself. Yeah, that that means overall you're paying for less. Actually, if you did, it was fifty. You sound like such a Disney executive. It's unbelievable. No, but you are paying less. Isn't yeah. You? All, you, all, all right, Josh. If, you, if you're paying fifty dollars for the three of you, yeah. You instead of paying sixty and forty. Which would be yeah, I get, 160. I get You're saving ten dollars. I'm saving you money, Ryan. Oh, thanks, Josh. Tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. Thank you there so you much. <laughs> um. So what? I mean, what's on the menu here? We've got filled green salad. Get that out of my life. Um. I'm not going to. I'm not going on holiday to eat salad. Does anyone know what a lingonberry? I've never heard of a lingonberry. I've heard of a lingonberry. Okay, I've heard of loganberry. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you've also got traditional Norwegian meatballs, grilled salmon with herbed butter. I like how you just skipped over that word. Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> uh, red cabbage, Norwegian chicken and dumplings. Uh, you've got the lefse with the cardamom cinnamon butter. Mashed potatoes and gravy, green beans, macaroni and cheese, corn dog nuggets. Doesn't feel very Norwegian, that, but... <laughs> I, it's the classic, like, American thing, isn't it? Yeah, everything mac has and to, cheese. Yeah, everything has to have mac and cheese as an option. Yeah. It's not. I'm, I'm, I've said it before. Mac and cheese not that great. Um. I, yeah. I'm not a huge mac and cheese fan. Uh, I don't have it that often. Um. I certainly wouldn't have it with every meal. No. It's always a side. It's always a side. It's strange, isn't it? Stop putting it as a side. You never really see that many families ordering it as well, though. Like... Well, probably because they're like they're having it every other day. Yeah, when they're at home, order. like yeah, because like anyone outside of America, anyone visiting from outside of America won't really order it. No, and it would only I, I assume it's mostly Americans, but then Americans have mac and cheese like throughout the year. Yeah, so why would they want to necessarily eat it in? Yeah, I agree. In Disney, um, and then they have an assort- assortment of Norwegian-inspired desserts. I mean, this is a this is a an all-you-can-eat location. So you can eat as many okay. of those Norwegian balls as you as you care to care to enjoy. <laughs> but as I said, the food does look good. I it's probably I mean I eat all food pretty much unless it's coconut or bits of fruit in desserts. Yeah, apple, stewed apple. Oh, get out of my life. And I would go here, but only if I knew that Piper was at the, the perfect age where she'd really enjoy meeting the princesses and it would save me time. Yeah. Like the food doesn't jump, and I've seen, as I said, the food looks good when I've seen I've seen videos of it, but it it doesn't jump out to me as I want to sit and eat this food for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I've said this a few times in previous episodes, but it, it would be nice if some of the buffet restaurants in Disney World did non-character meats because then they would charge less for those yes. ones, so then you can go and enjoy the food. And not have yeah. to pay extra for the for the characters, which obviously, obviously, if you want to go and see the characters, that's perfectly fine. But yeah. if you're not fast, then you, you know you can save yourself a bit of money. Yeah, and I mean, their awkward interaction when they come around anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I will say, you will not meet Anna and Elsa in this restaurant. Okay, okay. They will not appear in this restaurant. 
right. because there's a meet and greet location in which we didn't touch on in the Nor- Norway Pavilion where you do meet R and Elsa. Right. It's that they don't put them in both, to be honest. I am as well, but that is your only option to to meet R and Elsa. In, right. In Epcot. What what princesses do they normally have here? So they rotate. Um, sure. They say the ones that may appear include Ariel in her ball gown. She's not kind of flapping away. In her... <laughs> she's not. She's not like doing the worm across the yeah. floor, <laughs> jumping under the table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Ariel, Belle, Cinderella, Jasmine, Snow White, Princess Aurora, uh, Mulan, and occasionally Mary Poppins. Okay, that's quite a mix. Mary Poppins isn't a princess. No, I, mean, I agree with you there. I mean. I would much rather have, like, I think Mary Poppins is obviously quite rare. And neither is Mulan. Well, you can make a case for Mulan. Can I you? Think. But, I mean, I'd much rather get rid of Mary Poppins and bring in Rapunzel. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm trying to find, I'm desperately trying to find, I'm trying to find Disneyland Paris where, you know, wherever Rapunzel was because Piper loves her. I was going to say, is that, for you, is that for Piper or is that yeah, for you? That's do I. <laughs> but, <laughs> I think you know. I'm I'm surprised that they that both in Disneyland Paris and in um, Walt Disney World there is no location where you can meet Rapunzel. Oh, okay, that is surprising considering guaranteed. How... Oh, is that okay? Guaranteed. Okay, because you could meet her at the Princess Pavilion in Paris, but it's you know luck of the draw. Yeah, you could meet her in here. Uh, no, you can't meet her here. She she does often appear in the um, the restaurant because I know there's people going to be shouting yes. There's a there's a buffet restaurant in. I think it's Buffet, it might not be, in the boardwalk. Uh, okay. They'll often ap- appear there with Flynn Rider. But that restaurant, I believe, is currently not offering character meets at, at this time. I think they will be, they are going to be returning. But because I was looking at it the other day, because we were like, oh, what if we go to Disney World, we want to meet Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. There's no way to meet her currently. Right. Okay. It's, as you said, it's very strange, isn't it? Very strange. But yeah, they're adding Moana. How popular that is. They're adding Moana to Animal Kingdom, make it make sense. Okay. When and not they're Epcot. Literally, when they're literally about to open Moana in Epcot, and Brilliant. then you've got um, Mirabelle coming to Magic Kingdom in replacement of Merida. Oh, I'm trying to think of where Merida appears. She's like the side of the castle. Yeah, because there's a little, there's like a little archery um, bit. Yes, yeah. I was yes. trying to think of where I've seen that because yeah, I've seen like the setup and all that sort of yeah. stuff there. Right, so she's so going. Who's, who's coming in? Mirabelle from Encanto. Ah, uh, okay. I've not seen Encanto. Quite like it, actually. It's a good film. Yeah. Worth okay. a watch. I've, I've fallen behind on a few of my Disney animated Piper films. really enjoys that one. Right. Yeah, I think I think the I think I've heard that the songs are meant to be quite popular, aren't they? Yeah. Not, not to the Frozen level, worlds, but strange, strange New World. Strange World. Strange World. Terrible. Oh, what? The, the film is terrible. Terrible. Maybe that's why they didn't market it at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I got maybe halfway through and I was like, God, this is bad. <laughs> Turn it off. Cause, yeah, because people were criticising... Well, people yeah, people were sort of criticising because it's like, why are you not marketing this film? And it's like, well, maybe that's maybe that's why they're not marketing the film. Well, because... you got into this whole thing because there was like a diverse set of characters, right? And I'm going right. to use that word because it... It covers all a whole range of different things, and people mm-hmm. were, you know, the, the far right were kicking off because how dare Disney do this right. to our children? It's just like shut up, just shut up. It's a bit staffed, isn't it? But the film was terrible. Like you know, mm-hmm. all all of that, put all of that to the side for a second. Yeah, the film was bad. 
put your put put on your yeah reviewer hat. Yeah, it was just a bad film. Yeah. Now I will at some point watch it in full, but I can't see it happening anytime soon. Yeah. But that certainly wouldn't surprise me as to why they didn't market it because it's like if they know it's not going to do well, why bother? Why waste yeah, money? Yeah, why wait? Because because they always they I can't remember how much it is, isn't it? They it's always a significant amount, isn't it? The marketing budgets mm. compared to the production of the film, it's like quite a high amount. Yeah. Um, and so you think, well, if they know it's not going to do well, then save themselves some money. Um, yeah. Exactly. Makes sense. So that concludes our little tour of the Norway Pavilion at Epcot. Mm -hmm. I hope that people have found this one more informative than the Mexico Pavilion. I think we've we've given a nice little history of the of the pavilion there. Yeah. Do we want to? Obviously, we've got, we've gone through Mexico, we've gone through Norway. Do we want to say like, oh, between those two, what's our favourite, and then between the next three, what's our favourite, or 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 do you want to leave that until the end and sort of say? I can certainly. I, I mean, I can certainly give. I think maybe as we go through, we can we. So the next one um, we do, I think we can go through. Okay, these three, which are my, yeah, we, these four, which are mm -hmm. my favourites. I'm happy to do that. Okay. Yes. Um, Norway, a hundred percent for me. Yeah, I think and I think Norway would be my choice over between Norway and Mexico. Mm. I think Norway Norway would be my choice. I re I think I really like them both. I think they're two of mm -hmm. the best pavilions. Oh yeah. yeah, they're they're great because they obviously both of them have got an attraction, which yeah. obviously bumps it up yeah. compared to some of the others. Um I think yeah, I think I prefer the the frozen attraction to um the three caballeros. Yeah. yeah. Um I do as well. But I think because I've been to Norway as well, mm -hmm. I like the I like the architecture of, of the land. I think they've done a really good job. Um so yeah I think I think I mean they're both they both look great. I both I probably spend more time in these two than any other pavilion. But I think Norway takes it and quite easily, surprisingly. I don't know why, because it's not like I'm going into the cafe and getting a load of food. It's not like I'm going into the restaurant and eating. I, yeah. just, I just like the look of the, the look and feel of the land more. Mm -hmm. Pavilion, I mm -hmm. should say. Yeah. We'll go to, yeah, obviously, to be fair, the Mexico Pavilion is very nice as well, like looking as well. And obviously, oh, yeah. the, everything inside the pyramid. Um, yeah. Wait, is, it, is it technically called a pyramid? Uh, I don't not know. Sure. Not sure. But like, Probably one of these think... things of like a Mex if a, a pyramid in Mexico is not called a pyramid, it's called a flubal flop or something. Flubal flop, yeah. Um, but I will say, last time I was in the Norway Pavilion was the first time that I'd ever purchased an item, a food or beverage item. Oh, okay. Where where from? One of the little like food carts, not a not a food and wine festival. Oh, uh... but the little you know one of the little food carts they've got dotted around everywhere. Oh, I see. I see. Right. And it was a Norwegian beer. <laughs> Why am I not surprised, Ryan? It was very nice. Okay. It was very nice. Nice. So, yeah, that was... Um, that was Norway. Norway. That was Norway. What's, um, which one's up next? I, up I next. always forget the order. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, it is. I'm just double-checking. Is China? Oh, China. Okay. China. Okay. I wouldn't have said it was China, but okay. Yeah, we got. Uh, so we've got. We've done Mexico, Norway, then China. Um, we've got the outpost, which I mean, maybe we could touch on in the same episode as China. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think need it more. It's just another a separate episode. Uh, then you've got Germany, Italy, the American ah, adventure. Yes. Okay. Japan. I was, think, I was thinking it was like Norway, then Germany. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I thought China, China was further around, but maybe I think of Japan. Yeah, so you've got American Adventure, then Japan, then Morocco, France, and then UK and Canada. Yeah. So if you've enjoyed today's episode or you've enjoyed any of our episodes, please do leave us a review. It helps us to grow the show. If you haven't, if you haven't left a review before, stop what you're doing right now and leave but us they're, a review. They're listening, Ryan. Well, okay, pause and go and leave us a now review. Finish the episode and then do it. And come back to us, finish the episode, which I mean, but you may as well stop the episode now if you want. <laughs> Unless you love the sounds of the, the haunted mansion, which we have at the end of every episode. Well, so everyone's going to be listening to the end, right? Well, exactly. Yeah. Um, please do leave us a review. If you've got any ideas for shows or have any comments or things that we've missed from Norway or Mexico, we would have definitely missed things from Mexico. But I think Norway, we, we've covered off pretty well. Please do send us a message on Twitter. Um, you can find us at Theme Park Trader. And we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>